0: We were just talking about games, and you know what I miss? Hipster dice. I know. I lost. H- what are
1: hipster dice? Hipster exactly. dice. Uh, it was made by Steve Jackson. There are these dice, and it's one die. Mm-hmm. Then you would roll the die, and the die would have like either, either like a little movie emblem, or a food emblem, or a music emblem, or anyway, all these different things. You would roll it, and it would come up movies. And I would tell you a name or a name of a movie or a premise of a movie, and you would tell me if I am full of shit or if I'm just being a hipster. And, really? And then you would use Google to determine this. So wow. Like, so there's this restaurant, and there's only a red light to find it. It doesn't have the sign, and it's just on its store has a red light. If it's on, it's open. If it's not on, it's not open. Is that real or is it not real? That's bullshit. No, it's real. Is it real? <laughs> <As> in <laughs> Cleveland, it's a, it's a ramen place. It's <laughs> a oh, ramen place. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You have to drink right yeah. there. I, I oh, well, I guess I I'll drink. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Brogan. <laughs> I'm Scott. Yeah. Jeff I Jeff left. Yeah, he said Jeff we're ready 1 and he taco. was gone. He, <laughs> One gone. taco and he went <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> he just disappeared. What the hell? All right, well, uh, I hope Jeff knows that we're live streaming and at least maybe we'll be coming soon at some point. <laughs> I think we started without Jeff. Well, yeah, there he is. Yeah, I think Jeff went to go uh I don't know make room for tacos. Yeah, he went to go out on the balcony of the Wonderful <laughs> Union Club Tacoma and uh make make room for tacos. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, my goodness. If you guys want to send us some emails, you can do so. Info at gritcitypodcast.com. Uh, we have a Patreon, which is a lot of fun. I mean, I guess. Another one? Well, no, we have the same Patreon. So it would be really cool if people actually uh, went to. Oh, went out of business. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. Yeah, so we don't have any small businesses that are uh, backing us at the $50, uh, $50 level. And we had one, and now that is zero. <laughs> yeah, don't call him. He he got a he got an offer for a private security firm. He couldn't pass up oh, for a that, lot more money. Yeah, he's I can't, just like, can't blame I, him on that, man. He's like, I can continue to struggle, or I can just take this job. Yes, but you can you can back <laughs> us at lower levels on the old Patreon. If you go to Patreon.com/slash Grit City Podcast, you can do the four dollars, which is very. Uh, helpful for us in terms of getting us uh, equipment or uh, letting us do silly things like the boot to boot or uh, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, t-shirts. They helps us buy all kinds of shit. It helps exactly. Us do all kinds of things. Pays for um, hosting.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Buying- Mickey's. Yeah. <laughs> <Bought> some beers. <laughs> Brogan brought the Mickey's, which I, I uh, Mickey's and Taco Bell. It tells you the kind of morning. I'm, I know. In, like I'm yeah. What for. the hell's going on with you when you bring? Well, first off, how much money did you spend? Speaking of tacos, hi oh, Jeff. Oh, we
2: started. Yes. Yeah. Oh my okay, God. No, okay. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Jeff. T Rex. Apparently. <laughs> T Rex.
1: No one so, said yeah. T Rex. So, how much did you spend at uh, Taco Bell today? Thirty-one dollars and eighty-six cents. That's a lot, man. It was a lot of Taco Bell. It's <laughs> so for the first time ever that got sent to wait for my order. Yeah. So you had to sit around. And yeah, it looked- and it took them a really long time. Well, yeah, you got like. I mean, well, yeah, $31 worth of Taco Bell is a lot of tacos. Yeah, I got uh, 16 items. That's actually more than our famous time that we went from Nibbles and Bites once and got that was there. And 10 soft tacos and two double-decker tacos. Yeah, but the way the key to order that one is you ask for two double-decker tacos and then 10 soft tacos. At 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, and see how much the person loves you. Yeah, the yeah.
0: one guy that's working at yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah,
1: Whether you wanted sour cream or not, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? They're getting rid of the double-decker taco. Nah, that's There's a bad idea. Nine items are killing, and the double-decker is my favorite, so I'm really sad about that. What are the other eight? Uh, the cool ranch Doritos Locos Tacos and like just random other stuff that I don't Dude, care you about.
0: You know way too much about Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Way too much. Yeah. Sorry. No, well, really,
1: you just don't know enough. There you go. That's the spirit. Shamer. <laughs> this is a no shame Taco Bell zone. Thank you. Thank you, Brogan. By the way, Taco Bell, we do need a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back us out the fifty dollar Patreon. Got Taco Bell as a sponsor. <laughs> I would I would I would wear a Taco Bell jumpsuit every day. A Taco Bell jumpsuit? Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like, would it be like a prison suit or are you talking more along- no, like a leisure suit? Oh, would it like With tacos Velcro? all over it? Tacos. Yeah, maybe breakaway pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, Jeff. i my Taco mm-hmm. Bell
2: taco. <laughs> yeah, we can all hear. We can all oh, hear. Dan
1: wanted you to have these. Whoa, what is this? They are cyberpunk playing cards. Ooh, he got these from the cyberpunk thing at PAX West that happened the last week or so. He went to PAX. I didn't, so that's cool. No, he didn't get those to PAX. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Well, he got cyberpunk playing cards, and now I have cyberpunk playing cards. So that's cool. Thanks, Dan. All right, let's uh, stop with all that fun stuff, and let's get into our guest. We've got Oliver Scott. That is correct, right? Yes, it is. How are you doing, Oliver? I'm doing great. Go ahead and talk right into the microphone. Just get right into oh, it.
2: Sorry. I'm right. doing wonderful. I'm very glad you guys uh, decided to have me on. Yeah, this is really cool because um, was it you
1: that messaged us on Facebook? Yes, it is. And so, yeah, that's a way for people, if you're doing something in Tacoma, you can message us on Facebook. Like I said, info at Grit City Podcast. And if you've got something interesting that you're doing, we'd love to hear about that. And you have the Urban Business Support, which is located at urbanbizsps.org. And this is, what exactly is the Urban Business Support?
2: So what we do is we provide business plan training, personal credit literacy and leadership skills to businesses that are in gentrifying neighborhoods,
1: and so what does that? So
2: it's in terms. So what does that mean? What does gentrification mean? So gentrification is uh, defined by sociologists as when uh, lower income inhabitants of a of a neighborhood are displaced by richer, more affluent um, residents. And so it's usually
1: something along the lines of a uh, of people coming in, buying up older property, um, usually fixing it up, and then uh, selling that for a higher price, thus pushing out the people who are out there right now living there to bring in uh, people who have
2: more money to pay for that stuff. Exactly, exactly. And there's a lot of attention that gets paid to the housing, mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, which is definitely very important. But... Um, the small businesses that are in these neighborhoods often get overlooked. Um, And I have been a small business lender for the past 10 years and finding it very difficult to get financing for these businesses, I decided that I needed to do something about it.
1: And with uh, Urban Business Support, you're a 501c, correct? That's correct. And in terms of helping people out, what do you set out to do when you're doing this?
2: So what we aim to do is We take a three-pronged approach to working with small business owners. We first of all help them to develop a business plan. We have a business plan in a day workshop that uh, using an app, you can go through and do a business plan in in six hours. Wow. It's a basic business plan. It's about seven to eight pages, but it's enough to at least get you started um, on building out a, a plan that you can Um, Then apply directly from the app. You can apply to Kiva, who is a big micro lender uh, internationally and in the United States. They offer loans up to $10,000, no interest, no fees. Wow. You can't argue with that. So. (laughs) And Brogan,
1: you've, I mean, you've had to do business plans because you've got Wizard Keep Games and you've, uh, you're doing stuff in the future. I don't know if you want to announce that yet or oh, not. Oh yeah, but the, Grit, the Grit City Bottle Company yeah, is going to be, totally be a thing. Right? Which is really exciting. So Which next year, now we are on the lending part of this. Really? So that's that's exciting. interesting. So how hard was it for you then uh, to, to make a business plan? Like when you first set out to make one, what was it like <laughs> for you? It was Scott and I talking on the phone every day for... Weeks. Weeks dude. Yeah. Yeah. We use live plan for the first one. Okay. And live plan okay. is, is overkill is what I've been told by everybody, but the information
2: that it gives you is really good. Yep. So. Yes. Ours is more basic. Um, it's meant to be something that you can take to a micro lender, say, um, and, and look for financing. It's not going to be a 25 to 30 page business plan that, um, you know, say a more traditional financial institution is going to want to see. Um, and it's really not only about looking for financing. It's also just about defining where it is that you are, where you want to go and what steps you need to take to get there. And you don't always need 25 to 30 pages to figure that out. Um, that's a
1: fact, right? (laughs) (laughs) And these
2: are small business owners who don't have a whole lot of time anyway. And so if we can get them a basic plan in six hours, then they can, figure out what it is that they need to do and what goals they need to set set and what steps they need to take to achieve those goals um, in a basic way.
1: And so it it sounds like you're uh, you're looking towards helping uh, companies that are in or small businesses that are in uh, quite possibly major distress at this
2: point because they may be getting pushed out as they speak. That is correct. And we try to get in early. Um, We used uh, to identify what neighborhoods we were going to do we we used a uh Kevin Bogue uh who is a grad student at UW Tacoma came up with this uh prediction of gentrifying neighborhoods so um using GIS mapping is really cool interesting yeah
1: so you know like where the
2: the i guess the, the trouble spots or the the, the 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 danger zones would be at this point exactly exactly and and it's not a, a 100% predictable but it gives you an idea of where the low income high uh, or rather low percentage of uh of uh um caucasians live mm-hmm. um uh locations where there's low education um there are a couple of other criteria that he uses being your neighbor Yes. My neighborhood? Yeah, your neighborhood. (laughs) He's talking about your neighborhood.
1: Well, yeah, maybe a little bit there. There's a lot of old old white people in my neighborhood. That's perfectly honest with that one. Uh, So when looking at somewhere like Tacoma, I don't think necessarily you need even like something really fancy at that to understand that there is an issue coming up because we've got... Uh, the light rail coming into Hilltop. And that is already seeing people getting either close to being pushed out or wanting to make sure that they're not being pushed out by this. So I'd have to imagine that Hilltop is going to be a central focus in the Tacoma area.
2: Definitely. Um, And it was the Hilltop that um, was one of the inspirations for my starting the organization. Um, Really? Okay. It was indeed. Um, I uh, have lived all over the country, but I saw this gentrification happened in Washington, D.C., in Oakland, California, um, and then I saw it happening here. And what's interesting is that uh, that you bring up the light rail. Um, expansion of, of transportation and improvement in transportation is often one of the harbingers of development and gentrification. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks find it easier to get to work and, um, from these new locations and so they start to move in. And uh so we use that as a metric as well. And Hilltop Stadium and Sixth Ave um are all prime uh locations where we're going to be uh focusing on. Well and rent for small businesses is just skyrocketing on sixth exactly. Ave.
1: Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I,
0: can, uh, I can imagine, right?
1: Like that yeah. place is awesome.
0: Like yeah. yeah.
1: And it's, I mean, they're, they're getting ready to build that that super multi-use area right at the very uh, end of it on uh, near Union and uh, 6th, not quite there.
0: You are impressing me with your knowledge of what is going on in Tacoma right now. Like, <laughs> really? yeah, the hilltop expansion, you're like the, the super thing, look at you go.
1: Well, and I mean, it's like one of those things where I, I, I care about Tacoma and seeing this sort of thing because... I feel that stuff like the the light rail and even the the BRT that is coming in. I feel that these are good things. What's a BRT? Uh, the bus rapid transit that's going to run from Buckley down to downtown Tacoma. So it's going to be a, a quick route one going Sounds down. like Pacific rapid Avenue. ride. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's just like rapid ride, and I feel that this is good for. Uh, low-income people that live out deep to be able to even get into town and people working for that. But at that same point, I think we all need to be very cognizant of the the overrun that we're going to get because like Oakland... Oakland had that problem because of San Francisco and Seattle is that same problem. It's San Francisco light at this point. And I would love to see us not turn into a huge gentrified area where it's just people working in Seattle, which unfortunately I mean, shit I do.
0: That's what but it is yeah, now. I mean, it's hard. Do, yeah. But yeah. there's. I mean, how many of us do it?
1: Yeah. And that, but it's, I want to be able to make sure that uh, somebody who lives, uh, who works in Tacoma can live in Tacoma and still afford all of these things. So I feel like the public transit is a good part, but we also have to have a maintain a balance with that.
2: Right. And our vision is uh, development without displacement. That's really the goal. We want to we 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 see the benefit. There's obvious benefit in investing in low income communities. The problem is way too often these folks that are living there and that are working there and have small businesses there get pushed out. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's not really benefiting anybody. Yeah, um, and so uh, what? That's what we are aiming to accomplish is for these small business owners to identify um, how they can increase revenue, how they can cater to a new market that's moving in, um, and how to access capital so that they can um, um, improve asset building. Um, and and improve equity in their businesses.
0: I like that, man. Sorry, yeah, no, go uh, ahead. Right, go ahead. I, I like that. I like that you're coming from a different, like you're coming from the direction of we want to to we don't want to stifle the, the growth but we want to include you in it and i like that
1: and it's one of those things that i i get kind of down when i see the the people that had spray painted you know go home or whatever on like the bread store up on hilltop or just on the different walls it's like there's a way that this can be done for everybody's benefit and you just have to kind of find that balance and that's the hard part to do because when you're looking at somebody who is who's been you know, maybe they've been living here, and maybe they've had their corner shop for fifty years, and it's been in the family. And then suddenly, all these new people are coming in, and it's it it, it will be it will seem like a threat to them. And that's understandable why it would be. But you you want to make sure that you can say no. There's a
2: way that you can thrive in this situation. Yeah,
0: people need to recognize that as a new market for them, right? Yeah, like this is a whole new customer base for you. So yeah.
2: exactly, exactly. And so our goal is to. Um, help them set plan, set a plan, um, and easy, tangible goals that they can achieve um, in order to reach that point. And you know, I'll, I'll be honest because we, uh, I did this work in Oakland, California as well. And you know, there's a, there's definitely a sense of, you know, the story of the guy throwing seashells off back into the ocean. Um, from the beach, and somebody says, Why are you bothering? There's so many seashells here. And he says, Yeah, but I just saved that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. You're, um, the market forces are what they are, and um, there are going to be folks that get displaced. But the goal is to uh, limit that number and retain uh, diversity in these neighborhoods.
1: Now, again, this is Urban Business Support. We're speaking with Oliver today. And if you want more information, it's really simple. You can go to urbanbizsps.org. Uh, it's available right on the page, like, like if you're looking at this podcast right now. Or if you go to Great City Podcast, it'll be right available right there so people can check that out. Now, do you only help places that are worried about displacement? Or are you looking for any sort of small business that may need assistance?
2: So we are interested in filling um, blighted areas and mm-hmm. so places that are vacant. And so we do work with some businesses that um, maybe they're looking to legitimize. Maybe they're operating out of their home and they're looking to have a storefront. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the caveat to that is uh, if you all are familiar with SpaceWorks. who Look, works, We are. Absolutely. Familiar with yeah. Spaceworks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said empty buildings, I think yeah, we all I, went yeah, SpaceWorks. Spaceworks.
1: Yeah, I was yeah. about to bring it up, but I'm glad you did.
2: And, you know, we're <laughs> not trying to reinvent the wheel here or, or step on anybody's toes. Um, and... Spaceworks is really very well set up to work with creative businesses. And uh, we find those creative businesses and refer them over to, uh, oh, to Spaceworks. Oh, Spaceworks. Nice. Um,
1: and it's like, I mean, like even just having something like, we're he- right here now in the Union Club, and a lot of the places like this in terms of like these co-working spaces you can have like with the uh, union club, you can have as low as 99 bucks a month. But a lot of the times what it gets you is it gets you a business address. So you're not working out of your home, which a lot of the times technically you're not supposed to. And so this gives you that legitimization that you, that a lot of companies or businesses, small businesses really do need
2: for sure. And you know, we, we, it was very important to us because um, we received a grant from the city of Tacoma, Office of Economic Development to conduct this work and we're able to offer these courses for free as a wow, result. oh, nice. That's um,
0: cool. So you guys don't charge anything at We all? don't charge wow, anything at all. That's really neat, man.
2: We actually apply, uh, we actually supply food Oh neat! Even better,
0: and we're coming
1: now. Yeah, yeah no, no, is it is it is it uh, more or less than thirty-one dollars worth of Taco Bell food, sir? It is more. It is, it is actually considerably more
2: because we look to have about twenty businesses uh, in each cohort. So, um, so yes, it is considerably more. But we also offer childcare for those who might not, uh, if that's a barrier to them participating. Um, with some advance notice, where we've budgeted to take care of that wow. as well. That is really cool.
1: Just because, I mean, w- w- a lot of the problems people will have are that they may have an idea for a business or they may be getting ready to get it started, but That's funny. I know. But then they'll they'll come up with with reasons why they can't. Well, I can't quit my job. I can't do this. And a lot of the times, it might be just the the recognition that yes, there's childcare, there's some food, there's some sort of thing there that it, that we're here to help you sort of thing where we want to see you thrive and that's where you want to go with that. That's correct.
0: Childcare is a big deal when you're tra- starting a business, if, if, even if you're a single parent, right? Mm-hmm. But even if you're not, a lot of times you'll have like one or both people working and one person is at work while you're trying to do something with the business, right? And said so you have your kids. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I think for it's sure. un- unbelievable, really.
2: Thank you. Now,
1: there are a bunch of different programs out there, but what sets yours apart from the others?
2: So um, I think that there are are a few. Um, And I didn't get to mention yet that after the business plan in a day program, we offer an entrepreneurship program. And that's where we try to take a more holistic approach to um, working with these small business owners. Um, And so from the 20 that we look to have in the business plan in a day, we choose between six to 10 of them that are particularly strong. Um, and we work with them to improve their business plan as well as personal finances and credit literacy and leadership skills. Um, and the, and so those are the things that I think that set us apart from other programs. Um, first of all, we're working with existing businesses primarily and not just startups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, We are uh, offering the person, the personal credit because, you know, um, as a lender, I realize that that's often what holds people back from being able to access capital is their personal credit. Um, And we've partnered with sound outreach, who is an awesome organization also based here in Tacoma that provides one-on-one consulting for, um, for personal financial literacy. Um, we also look to not just teach business skills, but also to build leaders. And so leadership is a very important aspect of our program. What we are talking about is learning yourself, who you are, what your strengths and weaknesses are, we do a lot of group activities and, and split the business owners up and try to partner them with or other businesses that are there that might be able to um, create some synergy between the two. Um, like what, what sort of like group activities uh, do you mean in those sort of terms? So um, uh, a big part is Myers-Briggs, and one of the things that we do is uh, the Myers-Briggs test. Uh, for the- all of us, were looking
1: at it. <laughs> no, either. I know exactly what the Myers Briggs oh, is. Just you know, we gotta make Justin do the Myers Briggs. <laughs> what the hell? Is I think you should yeah. have to do it just yeah. so mm-hmm. we can figure mm-hmm. him out. What? <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna send you an email. Oh no. <laughs> okay. It, basically, it's a personality type test. Oh, do we have to do that? When it we makes were you security like an I-A-T-A-L or. Oh yeah, that. we have yeah. to do that when we were security guards, man. Yeah. A
0: lot of jobs have you do them. A yeah. Lot of, well, a lot of managers have you do it just yeah. to see how you fit into their team.
1: Oh ours will be it. At odds with each other. Oh, uh, you think so? Yeah, you're all introverted and terrible, and I'm all extroverted and wonderful. Oh, 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 is that how that works <laughs> that's out? That's exactly how that works. That's what that's going to say. I always lie on them, and I always pick the opposite. I think
0: that makes me a sociopath, but. <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: what's interesting is we do this Myers-Briggs personality test, and th- we don't just have you take it yourself, but we have the other business owners take it for you. Yeah. <laughs> And answer. Should we do that? And a- oh, we take it for each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you answer the questions and how you think the other person would respond.
1: See, I just think we're all we could just sabotage each other's answers for sure. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I would and sabotage my own shit. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to give honest answers to so you guys.
1: But so, but in terms of what instead of like us being you know jackasses and ruining each other's lives with these, the other like all the other teams are coming together
2: to try to build a truthful portfolio and that sort of thing. That's true. That's right. And, and there are other activities about, uh, there's one activity that we do where, um, you close your eyes and have somebody standing there and you walk along, uh, a, a, a walk in a straight line. And while you're walking, you're talking about what your strengths and weaknesses are. And it's amazing that, you know, if you're talking to somebody about your strengths and weaknesses and you're looking at them, you might hold back, you know, and you won't be as open. But when you close your eyes, it's
1: eye contact. A lot of the times people, I mean, Brogan was talking about being an introvert. Yes. uh, It's hard making eye contact with people a lot of the times, because if you're keeping that gaze it can be stifling, just like you said. Right. It can be super sexy, too. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> in, my, in my industry, I deal with eye contact every day. <laughs> and yeah. the lack of it. Okay, there, yeah, there you go. At a gaming store, how does yeah. that work out for you on that yeah, it's real poor. I'm like, oh. <laughs> tell a lot about somebody by the way they look at you. You should be having <laughs> these group things with uh, all your RPGers nope. out there. No. Nah, nah. I don't want to. You don't want to see that? I don't want to. But so it's, one of those, that's a way because it's freeing. When you're uh, able just to talk about uh, your strengths and weaknesses with uh, concentrating on something else and not worried about talking to the person.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's smart. I like that. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. So there are a bunch of activities that we do like that to, uh, to um, it really is about not just uh, learning about your strengths and weaknesses, but learning how to mitigate your weaknesses, how to, comp- how to find people that complement you. Firing and, hire- and hiring are, probably the most difficult aspects of running a business. Oh gosh. Yeah. Apart from finances, maybe, but, uh, um, firing and hiring. And so being able to take up, stand up and take leadership, not just in, in your, in your business, but also outside in your community. Um, and so, um, um, what we, what we want to do, what we want to see is these business owners able to work collaboratively to negotiate rents with developers um, maybe even pool their resources and be able to purchase a building from underneath the developer um, okay, to, yeah. to increase that type of um, um, local ownership. And uh, it's, it's, it changed my life because the curriculum is developed by an organization in Oakland, California called Centro Community Partners, mm-hmm. and I took it when they first started it. And it changed my life. This is the second organization I've founded since taking that. Really? Yeah. And so it's really amazing. Um, Congratulations on that then at that point, man. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Well,
1: that's the thing that a lot of people need. That leadership thing is probably one of the most important things because once you own a business, an actual brick and mortar location, whether you want to be or not, you just became a member, a very important member of your community. Yeah, I mean, you might as well be the crazy homeless man walking up and down the streets, except for you have your own door. (laughs) I mean, really, you now are in charge of your
0: little bit of the neighborhood. Well, you start to care, right? Like, you're like, I don't want my neighborhood to go to shit because I have this business here. Like, I don't want you guys (laughs) painting outside my thing. Like, I don't need this, whatever's going on in the corner here, Right exactly (laughs) you have no idea well and i
1: mean like seriously brogan it's been how long have you had wizards keep games two years one month Mm. and nine days congratulations by the way and uh like what were some of those tough lessons that you had to learn like Uh, landlords are not all created equal Mm -hmm. and you that negotiating your rent terms and all that are really important really yeah my i my bit, my one business, uh, my landlord is a douchebag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care. I, I tell him every email I send him, like <laughs> uh, you should be ashamed of the way that you oh, run this property. That's that's all right. I learned. Yeah, you learned, and that's one of those things too. Is that with a with any small business, it's going to be a learning process. So not only are you not going to know everything going into it but there's going to be things <laughs> years down the road that you're going to learn. You're not going to know anything. If you're <laughs> it's it's terrifying. terrifying. But Oliver, you're there to help those people and help them realize a lot of those things that they may have overlooked, some of the simple things, and then as they're going along, gradually help them continue
2: on in keeping their business going. That's right. The curriculum is not a lecture. I'm not going to stand up there and, and say, this is what market analysis is and have them memorize a bunch of things <laughs> for a If you test. want that,
1: go see the guys at SCORE. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly. And we are we are a discussion. We encourage um, and and the cohort that we just held in Hilltop was a perfect example where the business owners throw out ideas, they get critiqued, they get changed, they come up with solutions themselves. And so, what exactly is a cohort? Oh, a cohort is a group of participants.
1: Yeah, okay. like a okay. class. Like okay. mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: But I, less. Uh... Uh, I mean, beca- yeah, okay. because it's a discussion, I don't like to call it a class. I yeah. like to call mm-hmm. it a workshop. Nice. Um, I sometimes slip up <laughs> and <laughs> call it a class, but you know, um, the best, the best, um, the best workshops are the ones where I stand up there and don't have to say anything, um, and all of the ideas and all of the uh, questions and all of the answers come from the par- participants themselves, um, and. And so that's another aspect that sets our program apart, I think, from from others is that is that collaborative uh, aspect that uh, to it. Because, I
1: mean, each area is going to be different, too, with its own problems or its just own just the the different ways that it's going to be dealing with. What areas are you dealing with in the uh, in the South Sound area or even like in the Seattle area all around? Where are you where are you focusing on?
2: So we're focused on Tacoma okay. for, the, uh, for this year. Perfect. We might branch out next year. I'm still debating uh, and looking for financing. So if you want to finance me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. But um, we are located, We, we and, and I should have mentioned this before, we focus on communities, specific communities. So we don't have one location where everybody has to come and, and, ta- uh, and take our workshop. We work in the communities themselves and, and nice. find, find locations where ideally, again, talking about access to the program, that folks would be able to walk. Um, and so we're holding six um, cohorts um, in the city of Tacoma this year, um, one in Hilltop, one in, uh, the, uh, in West Tacoma, and the James Center. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one in Sixth Ave, one in Stadium, one in Lincoln, and one down in South Tacoma Way, which will be entirely in Spanish. Oh, um, I speak good call. Spanish fluently and nice. uh, started this program in Guadalajara, Mexico. So, um, um, and there's a lot of Latino owned businesses down in the South Tacoma Way that absolutely, absolutely really benefit from, uh, from our work. It's a great area, too.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it is. growing yeah. and killing yeah. it down there as
2: well. I, I I really love the South Tacoma area, especially just
1: uh, right around like the 56th area. It's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for business development on South Tacoma Way. Absolutely. All the way down oh. to the base. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, isn't yeah. um,
0: the other union club down there? Yeah. Don't yeah. they down on South Tacoma Way? As well? Yeah. Uh, Surge South Tacoma. Yeah, Surge. So yeah, yeah.
1: And Surge is uh, owned by them too. And they're another okay. great uh, resource for all the different things as well, all the different areas that they've had. What are you looking at over there, Scott? I'm <laughs> looking
0: at these um, bottle caps from these McKee Beers <laughs> broken bot because they have little things on them, but I'm not smart enough to figure them out. Oh, they're like the
1: Rainier bottle caps. Yeah, They've yeah, got yeah, their way better. on them? Yep. How are they right.
0: better? I got some more questions. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. Shoot, man. Do you want to yeah. do them now? You guys want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll refill together. our
1: drinks, and then uh, we'll go back in a second. And I'm we'll... sure we get
0: coaster questions as well. We coaster, questions. coaster questions. How we? about we just have Brogan has some small business I questions. I think we got coaster question. All right, but, do. Yeah, we'll be back in a minute. You're supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. Uh, like, that'll be my job in this. I look. could ask you about your interesting coaster, and you could tell me. Yeah. I'm drunk. I do, it. Oh, do you do want to roll play? Don't make this hard. Let's do right. yeah, yeah, a play. role yeah. play. I think we're going a role play. All right. All right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. 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 Act like, here, make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang, that, bang that against us. <laughs> hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilled your beer all over my... Grit City Podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By
1: who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City Podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15
0: to get 15% off. <laughs> I couldn't come up with either. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, oh,
1: we need to put that
0: in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough we do it again this is too much fun but i'm I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this we
1: are back we are full t-rex i love that term i'm using it unironically now i love those girls please everyone go back and oh you son of a bitch go back and listen if you didn't listen to our awesome podcast with the tacoma sirens the women's rugby team they're amazing they are fantastic it was a fun
0: one man the yeah, second just, half was kind of a mess, but it was still a great It was time. really a mess, but it was also
1: amazing the fact that they uh, stopped down and we all prayed because, well, I mean, we're in a place that might be haunted. I don't know. they were scared. The <laughs> they ghosts, were legit dude. scared. Like and then, legit. And, and then Scott's wife walks down the stairs and tries to sneak by and literally makes them scream. It was amazing. While
0: everybody was praying and their heads were all down, yeah. Bucket came down the stairs to <laughs> beer. And so when they opened their eyes, all they saw was this like lady walking up the
1: stairs. <laughs> it was amazing. It was pretty funny. We are back with Oliver from Urban Business Support. Again, you can get more information at urbanbizsps.org. And now we don't have coaster questions, but we've got brogster questions. I hate you. Why do you hate me? <laughs> You're stupid. Well, All right. right. So rude, Brogster. Brogster. It's like coaster. You're the one who made beef Broganoff. Are you not going to be using your own Brogy names? Fine. <laughs> <I> still, whatever. <laughs> All right. So in your program, in we'll just use Tacoma in general. So I own a stu- shoe store. And they're, cause I'm thinking of the one over by your house. Oh yeah. 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 That's, um, yeah, that's it's, in, on, yeah. it's in a low income neighborhood and very obviously slated for probably not going to be there very much longer because the people that, well, get... because the BRTs is running right, right by there. So that is actually a business that could quite possibly go away real soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a shoe cobbler and that person, I mean, and the building looks dumpy. I bet she owns it. Uh, Would this be a program if he wanted to go, okay, so obviously I'm no longer going to make my money fixing busted Nikes. I got to start learning about fixing Gucci shoes and all these things that, you know, Justin's wife buys. Mm, And uh, is that a thing that you could assist with? So his business plan would be, I need to learn, A, how to do that, and B, just clean up my storefront because nobody's going to go in there the way that it's currently looking. Would that be a good candidate for this?
2: It would be an excellent candidate. Um, we, again, that's kind of what we aim to do is to say, and, and, and is to have these folks set goals for themselves. If it comes from us, then they're not going to follow through because it's not their own
1: idea at that point. They're just being told or, you know, say you should do this because it's the way to go. And that might not be what their heart feels is correct for them,
2: even if it may be. Right. And so the idea is for them to be able to do they, they learn to do the market analysis and say, OK, this is w- this is how the demographics in my neighborhood are changing. And I'm going to need to cater to this new population. And what do I need to do to do that? What is it that they want?
1: And how do I get a hold of them? How do I reach out and tell all these people that just moved into these fi- into you know, Justin's neighbor who's now they they've gone from this neighborhood that was really low income to now fancy pants neighbors. neighbors, oh, fancy pants, fancy, yeah. nice. and, and and fancy pants and reach out to that. What type of is, so like, is there a social media part of this that they need to work with or sure. right, like, and exactly. then, like, so there's a marketing aspect to that for our owner of Don's shoes and watch repair or whatever it is he's doing. Right.
2: Right. And then ideally be able to take that business plan and go to a micro lender and say, hey, you know what? I need five grand or 10 grand or whatever it is to clean up my shop and maybe bring it up to code, whatever it is. Yeah, that he get needs the front to of
1: my store to look like look more Starbucks.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, because, I mean, that's really going to be the problem, right? Totally. Cause there's going to be all these people that maybe they are just making a living. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe he owns the building. But it changes all of a sudden when that price tag of that building goes from being a shanty, you know, like something you could put on
2: a credit card to worth a few hundred thousand dollars. And to plug the city of Tacoma's Office of Economic Development, they have a facade um, uh, loan program. Oh, really? A facade improvement loan program. So Wow. that is an option.
1: And so you actually know about all the little sort of ins and outs, because I would have never known anything about that. But you have done the study, have, have studied what Tacoma can offer. And I mean, you've been able to use their grants to uh, be able to even do this. So you're in the know of, well, I might need to do this, but I can't find any money. There's a lot of the times where you can figure out what
2: will work for that specific need. Exactly. And, and being, having been a small business lender for so long, it definitely, uh, uh, helps out. And as a small business lender, I was different than your traditional lenders, because I've always worked for nonprofits. I worked for organizations that were financing businesses that banks wouldn't finance for whatever reason. Um, and so banks won't finance anybody, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> it's very hard. And, and, you know, people forget and badmouth the banks. Um, um, and don't get me wrong. I, you know, hate banks myself, but, um, 2008 is in some people's memory. Mm -hmm. Um, it's getting further and further away. So maybe less and less people remember it, but, um, they're holding our money. And so we want them to make really, really good sound loans with our money, because if they don't, then we have another 2008. Uh, and so they have to be very strict about who they lend to. Um, but, uh, this, the success that I've seen in, in lending to businesses that weren't able to get credit from those banks has taught me that there are a lot of good credits out there um, and banks aren't lending to them. And so um, my goal is eventually to start a microloan program uh, so, so that uh, we can finance some of the graduates of our entrepreneurship program um, and make it easier for them to clean up their shop.
1: And you also have advanced membership uh, uh, programs as well, or mentorship programs as well.
2: That's right. So we have partnered. Uh, I mentioned Sound Outreach before. They do one-on-one counseling for financial, uh, personal financials, mm-hmm. and personal credit. Uh, they also offer one-on-one small business consulting. And you know, we do make a life, ta- a lifelong. Commitment to these business owners. We're not just going to put them through a class and say adios. Um, we continue to work with them one-on-one moving forward, and Sound Outreach is providing an option for us to help mitigate our weaknesses in that front.
1: And it, I mean, it makes sense because uh, as a nonprofit and the fact that you're doing this for free, you want to see the community thrive. And like you said, it's not going to be just a, a week, a year, two years down the line because you want to see them continue to thrive because also it proves how well what you're doing is working. And I think that's one of those lifelong things that kind of works. Again, we're talking about the mutual benefits for everybody along those lines is going to be continuing to do that as well.
2: It's very true. It's uh it's self-serving in a certain way is, is, is I think what you're trying to get at. That. Well, I mean, every, everything is self-serving for
1: everyone. And at that
2: point, it's like as long as it's
1: beneficial for others and what you're doing is good, it's it, it's a good thing because it proves that you
2: can do that for others as well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we, um, and then that helps with us finding more money to keep doing what it is that we do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, you know, uh, uh, honestly, this is a labor of love. Um, I was a small business lender, so, you know, I gave up a lot of money to, uh, to start doing this. Um, yeah. and, you know, my heart is really in it. Um, uh, in particular, there were a group of businesses up in the SeaTac, uh, Tequila area that are being displaced as a result of a, of a development, private, um, and public development, both um, really? going on up there, 75 businesses. And wow, I was looking at this and going, These are 75 families that are losing their livelihoods. Absolutely. And with those, I mean, that's something that could just as easily
1: happen down here in Tacoma. A big, big business can buy up one of the, the buildings or one of the blocks, like one of the city blocks at this point, and then suddenly, boom, pushes them out, makes a parking lot or something along those lines at this point, and then. All those people are just left out. It, that Well, and it, I mean, they shitty. could just get their rent raised to a, yeah. a reasonable yeah. level. Like yeah, It exactly. doesn't even have to be an insidious big company. It could just be the, the price per square has just gotten yeah. outside of the reach. And then you have to figure out how to market better. Or, and then there's some, some businesses that are just becoming buggy whips, like the retail industry in general. Mm-hmm. Oh buggy whips. I like you know that what, term. Yeah. I mean you don't need a buggy whip anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. don't have buggies. Yeah. Amazon yeah. is replacing so much of the world's retail. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Yeah. So learning how to diversify your business into a way that is a little more, you know, Amazon proof. I like big business brogan over here. Oh, big business brogan <laughs> has learned a lot the hard way. <laughs> 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 and so in in this endeavor, so say somebody's listening to this right now and they've got a business. What would you say would be their minimum requirement for entry?
2: Into our program? Yeah.
1: Like do they have to have a certain amount of time under their belt? Do you want to see their financials to prove that they are a business? Or do they just say, hey, I'm I've got smoking Scott's hot rod t shirt printing company. Dude <laughs> and you told everybody you dick.
0: That was <laughs> supposed to be a secret. It's a secret business. <laughs> secret
2: business. To take a word from Uh, one of my former bosses, um, the only criterion that I have is coachability. They have to be somebody who's willing, um, and open to new ideas. Um, and you know, you get a lot of, especially small business owners, they're pretty stubborn. A lot of them, (laughs) they think they know it all. And they, you know, like you were mentioning folks that have been around, they've been in business for 25 years. They don't need any help. They already know what they're doing. They don't. They don't need a business plan. Um, and it's actually on the contrary, because you know, if you're a small business, and it's always been the case, but especially nowadays, if you are a small business, and you don't change and you don't adapt, then you're not going to survive. Um, and so, that coachability is very uh, is very important. That they be able to say we i recognize that i'm facing a problem and i need to figure out what i need to do to to get get through it that is awesome that's really i see cool. that
1: in my industry all the time you know how many of these businesses like mine that don't have any online presence at all really yeah they and just that's refuse like a, to do it and that's like one of the hardest things especially with what you're doing is that like mm-hmm. there's so much of it that uh, a lot of companies are literally kept afloat because of the online business mm-hmm. Because if not, you could buy it from Amazon for $3 more than it cost me from cost from a distributor. uh, You can't make any money that way. And that's, and I mean, yeah, you're just talking about like the retail. It's like how many of us buy everything on Amazon? And then you got to kind of make a pointed effort at this point in time to buy local or at least support some sort of local businesses. And that's important. Everybody needs to do that. Yeah. So I could literally paper my house in Amazon boxes right now, and I own a small business. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, seriously, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Uh, again, it is Urban Business Support, urbanbizsps.org, is where you can uh, get uh, more information you can see about the different events that are being held around Tacoma all this time and also future events so if you're listening to this a year later on the podcast or, or you know just downloading random podcast and you're like oh this is an interesting one go ahead and oh, check out are the you site in trouble? and see <laughs> where the different uh, what different events are happening at the different times because I'm sure that this is going to keep on going as you keep, uh, keep moving and growing and helping other businesses
2: thank you so much man hey thank you I really appreciate it it was a great honor You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out
1: at gridcitypodcast.com.